I'm Jake Hampson, and you're listening to the InSync podcast by Synchro. Today's best bits are with Chris Newton, VP of Engineering at Immersive Labs. Well, without further ado, Chris, let's get this started. You ready? Ready, let's go. Just eat or delivery? <laughs> Just eat, obviously. <laughs> Who's your hero? Simon Sinek. He has the most positive outlook on life, just like myself, and he's incredibly inspirational. If you could live anywhere, where would it be? Boss Castle in Cornwall. It's my favourite place in the world. I love it there too. What, what's your biggest fear? Oh, my biggest fear. I think really deep water and sharks. And I think that's got a lot to do with Jaws back in the 80s. Um, I'm exactly the same, exactly the same. Um, what would you change about yourself if you could? Oh my God, that's a great question. I probably talk too much um, and maybe I'm a bit overconfident. <laughs> so maybe that would be one thing I'd change. Perfect for a podcast. <laughs> that's, that's it. What, what makes you really angry, Chris? Uh, rudeness and ignorance, and I think the last 12 months has um, there's been a lot of that exhibited around the world. Um, so yeah, that definitely has uh, one thing that really grinds my gears. What motivates you to work hard? People. Absolutely people. So I'm always people first. I, I'm passionate about people and technology, but it's the people that drives me. Helping people, leading people, getting people to actually um, perform at their best and deliver the best outcomes for themselves and for the business, that's what drives me. And my kids. I, I probably should throw my kids in there too. <laughs> but they're people, right? <laughs> they are people. <laughs> if you could hire someone to help you, would it be cooking or cleaning? Oh, so I'd say cooking because I really don't like cooking, but I quite like cleaning and I do all of the laundry and all of the ironing in the household. Wow. <laughs> the original or the Christmas special Snoop Dogg Just Eat advert? The original. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was awesome. Yeah. What's the longest you've gone without sleep? Oh wow, great question. Probably 36 hours. When was that? That was when I was at university and I used to work in a nightclub and we managed to drink all through the night and then get a train to London and watch a game of rugby. I can't remember which one. It was England were playing and we didn't sleep for 36 hours, so that was quite good fun. <laughs> What's the tallest building you've been on top of? Probably the CN Tower in Toronto. Yeah, it's, have you been on that glass door there? Like the glass? Yeah, yeah the glass oh. floor. Oh, um, yeah, doesn't do it. And a final question, I've had three no's in a row for this. Will England win the Euros this summer? No. Four weeks, four no's. We spent the first part of the podcast learning about Chris's unusual route into tech and his first couple of roles. Then came his time at Just Eat. One of the questions was about crisis management, what to do when things went wrong. I asked Chris, how can someone stay calm when every minute of downtime is tens of thousands of pounds of lost revenue? So that was one thing that um, I think the way that, that they did it at Just Eat was really good because depending on the size or scale of the incident, the seniority of the person leading it would increase. So I was I was brought in to deal with major incidents. There was an incident category above me, <laughs> which would see yeah either you know either my boss or someone higher up kind of take the lead. And I think what that does is it brings the calmness 
it brings the the rational thought process, it brings the coordination, it brings the leadership to an incident. So as soon as an incident happens, it's all about restoring service as quickly as possible. It doesn't matter what type of company you're in, it's restoring service as quickly as possible. Now that brings with itself just pressure. Um, and I've been I've been on calls at Just Seat where there's been 25, 30 people on a call where something big has happened. So strong, clear communication. Um, you need the leadership there. You need to ask the right questions at the right times, and you need to make timely decisions. So if there is a need to either throttle traffic to one of the, the mobile apps, if there is a need to put the whole site into maintenance mode, you need to make those decisions at the right time. Um, the good thing about Just Seat is that over many years they've built a lot of levers that we could pull during an incident to help us restore service so flipping over to backups they had they've actually got a complete flip over version of a static version of the just eat website that can be launched at the drop of a hat if needed like in the, in the face of a really big kind of incident so that tool set just expanded over time and that gave you a lot of confidence going into these things that you knew you'd have tools in your arsenal that you could use to kind of help you get on top of it but for me i was always the big red button yeah, the big red button, exactly. Yeah, but for me, I, I was always really calm on these events. And I think that just helped calm everyone else down. So asking the right questions, asking if people were okay, letting people drop off if they needed a bit of time just to think and then come back, ensuring we're sending comms out to the business and to our, into customer service, letting them know what's going on, making sure we're, we're checking in on various parts of the platform, making sure we're considering other things that might be happening over here as a knock-on effect of what we're doing here making sure that we've got a message we can put out to customers. There's lots of things that go through your head. But yeah, if, if, if I can keep calm, then everyone else hopefully can, can kind of play along with that. Now, you keep calm, but you've got to push people. You've still got to push it because it's, uh, there's, there's an urgency there. You want to restore service. And it's finding the right balance. Like it doesn't help to shout at people. That's not going to help someone solve something quicker. Um, but at the same time, you've got, to try, you've got to ask the right questions. You've got to push people to restore service as quickly as possible. We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. We have new concerns this morning on the extent of a cyber attack on U.S. federal agencies, including the Department of Energy that oversees our nuclear weapons stockpile. Moving on now to that massive cyber attack on government agencies. Cybercrime is hitting U.S. hospitals. Microsoft was hacked as part of a suspected Russian campaign. Google is suffering a major outage this morning. We didn't know when this happened at the time, the kind of devastation it actually inflicted on these companies. We, we heard that Maersk, the world's largest shipping firm, Merck, FedEx, all have been hit by this. It took months to realize they'd all suffered hundreds of millions of dollars in damages, and that ultimately this spread around the world and cost $10 billion, by far the biggest cyber attack in history. Around 65,000 attempts to hack small to medium-sized businesses occur in the UK every day, around 4,500 of which are successful. The average cost of a successful ransomware attack to UK enterprises is £840,000. Whoa. Okay, Chris, I think it's time you introduced us to Immersive Labs. The purpose of Immersive Labs is to effectively prepare every individual in every organization around the world to prepare for every cyber threat. So the one thing we are not is a training platform. We're far more than that. So we provide all the tools specifically around at the moment, cyber professionals. So all of the type of security teams that you might have in an organization, as well as your application developers, your cloud engineers with the skills they need to secure their organization. How about some cool projects at Immersive Labs? 
Chris, tell us about it all. So there's a, there's a couple of really exciting things that we're working on now. So one of them, and this, this is actually where I got my first introduction to seeing a bit more about the Immersive Labs product, is our crisis simulator. So lots of webinars that, that we're doing at the moment are using this, this amazing product that we've built. And it's effectively about exercising decision-making in leadership across, across organizations. Um, and the way it works is like very kind of complex decision tree logic for working through a crisis that is unfolding in front of you. And we've got a team of people looking at real world incidents that have happened and crises that have happened and translating that into like, a, it's like a, more like a traditional tabletop exercise, but on steroids. Um, and it's, it's just a super cool thing. And the, the one we did just before Christmas was a cyber nightmare before Christmas. And effectively, the crisis that was unfolding is that there'd been a ransomware attack on a power plant. And it effectively knocked the power out in the middle of winter uh, and people were dying as a result um, because they weren't having power. So it's like a real life and death situation. And th this tool can be used to, for any type of incident. There's a lot of ransomware kind of ones in there, but there's all different types of crises as well. And so your CISOs, your CEOs, your executive teams exercising their decision making in like a realistic environment and understanding the impact of the decisions that they make is, is super, super cool. Immersive Labs sound pretty darn cool, right? Well, here's Chris telling you all about how to get in touch with Immersive Labs and begin your cybersecurity learning with them. Yeah, sure. So first thing to do is head over to immersivelabs.com, um, which we rebranded and relaunched a couple of weeks ago. So there's loads of nice, cool new graphics on there. Um, and over there, you'll find a wealth of information about all the things that we do to help companies around the world increase, measure, and demonstrate their human capabilities in every part of cybersecurity. Um, while you're there, you can also sign up for a tour of the platform and basically get to know a bit more about it. Um, if you're the type of person who likes to get hands-on, then you can actually sign up to our community mode where you can actually try out a limited selection of some of our favorite labs for free. So if you head over to community.immersivelabs.online, then you can actually sign up for that there. And the final thing, you have to check out our podcast. So we've got a podcast called Cyber Humanity. It's hosted by some of my esteemed colleagues, uh, the likes of Chris Pace, Kev Breen, and Paul Bentham. Um, and they have some really great banter about some topics right at the heart of cybersecurity. But they also go to discuss a lot of the latest threats that are emerging and hitting the headlines now, um, such as the solar winds um, that I mentioned earlier. And there we have it, the InSync podcast with Chris Newton from Immersive Labs, the best bits, it's a wrap. Thanks for listening. See you next week.